Good morning and welcome to the Home Care Assistance of Denton County podcast show, episode 5. I'm your host, Tamika Jackson. On today's show, our guest is Mrs. Charlotte Canyon. She's award-winning author, speaker, mentor, and inventor. Miss Canyon also has several books out, You Have to Laugh to Keep from Crying, Me Mom and Friends Gardening Tips, and Stories from Texas Authors. On today, Ms. Kenyon is going to be talking about how to parent your parents. Good morning, Ms. Kenyon. How good, are you? Good morning. How are you today? I am great. Thanks for asking and welcome to our show. Thank you. It's good morning. It's a little rainy, but it's it's a good morning. <laughs> I know. I know that the traffic was terrible coming in, but we, we most definitely needed the rain. So how to parent your parents. Educate us, please. Well, let me just give you a little background. 16 years ago, my father-in-law lived with us, and he developed dementia. At the same time, my mother was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, and my dad was in the early stages of Parkinson's, all at the same time. Mm -hmm. I'm the only female on either side of the family. My husband's an only child. I have one sibling. He lives in Juneau, Alaska. Okay. So you know whose shoulders this all fell yes, on. <laughs> yes, you, 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 you were the uh, head poncho. You had to do everything. Well, and you know I was the oldest in the family, so, mm-hmm. you know, we just step up and do what we could do. And we women kind of have that nature anyway. We're exactly. caregivers from birth. We grab our little dolls and we start caring for them from it's day one. It's a natural one. intuition. It is. It yes, is. ma'am. So uh, tell me about your book how to how to well basically uh you have, you have to, to laugh to keep from crying and it's but it focuses on how to parent your parents let me just give you a little background on how it, it i told you i walked this 16-year journey and three years ago my mother at the age of 93 passed away within six weeks god said now write your book i literally looked up to heaven i said god you saw my grades in english you want me to write a book <laughs> And he had to laugh, and he says, oh, my gosh, we've got editors and publishers. They can take care of all of the grammar. You tell great stories. I want you to share your stories. So that was the beginning. Well, within a couple of weeks, I got an email inviting me to a writer seminar. I literally went, now, God, you do not send emails. I know you don't send emails. He sends signs. He does. But 11 months later, after I went to the writer's seminar, that book is in my hand. And within the next year, God's got me on a journey that I have no idea where it's headed. But within the next year, it was voted the best self-help book in the state of Texas. I'm not tooting my horn for me. What I am proud of is that it's about senior health care. It's not about diet. It's not about exercise. And it's not about yoga. It's about senior health care. And I think this is a new journey that God's got me on. And congratulations on your award, too, by the way. And, of course, God gives us talents, and he expects for us to utilize those talents. He does. You know, um, whether if you're out in the field, you're active in your church, you do things in your community, you most definitely, you're blessed with a talent, and God wants you to use it. He, d- he does, and I'm I'm having the time of my life. I have probably had more hugs in the last three years than I've had in my whole life, and it's just precious. That's what I love to get from my audiences is I go, if you want a hug, I'm giving them out free. <laughs> so now, and then on for the parenting, your parents, um, 
I've ran into a lot of clients with our agency where the parent still feels like that they can do everything, they don't need the help. They start to get agitated and frustrated. You know, you're the child, I'm still the parent. Could we get some information in this book on how to handle situations like that? Well, I think you most definitely can, but let me just give you a little scenario. My father-in-law lived with us and he was a saint. He, I mean, when he came into the house, I was allowed to vacuum or wash dishes. or And when the door rang, he'd run to the door. I thought I had a butler. Well, at the same time, my parents lived like two hours away. And I was lucky enough to have a aunt who was seven years older than me and 17 years younger than my mother's. It was my mother's baby sister. Mm-hmm. So she became my eyes and ears on my parents while they lived in their house. Now, what you're saying is role reversal. Well, we know role reversal happens, but we never let the seniors know it. You never, never, never sell them no. You never tell them they're wrong. You can work with it. Um, my dad was a Marine. He was a hard man. He lost his mother when he was two. He lost his dad when he was 12. And he was in a foxhole in Guadalcanal at the age of 15. So he was a hard man. And yes, his wish was for the two of them to live in that house, to go to sleep, and to die. Well, the reality of the world today is that's not going to happen. My dad, I this is a funny, but he owned 47 guns. He collected guns. Mm-hmm. He just loved his guns. Sounds like my husband. <laughs> <laughs> well, the fun, the and it, I mean, I can the reason I say you have to laugh to keep from crying is there were many times I did cry. But I tried never to cry in front of them because I didn't want them to think that they caused it. Mm-hmm. My dad was stubborn. My mother, he wouldn't even let me take my mother out of the house without him. And mom had issues. I had to sneak nurses into the house. I mean, yeah, there's a lot you have to deal with. Give you a funny story. I have a friend that's a judge. She's mm-hmm. a Dallas County judge for family care. But she has two parents that live in Florida, and she belongs to a large Italian family in New York. Mm -hmm. So she drives from here, picks up her parents, and drives to New York for her grandmother's 100th birthday party. Now, my book was in manuscript, and she said, you know, I probably ought to read your book because I think my dad's got dementia before I go. Well, she never did. But an hour into her trip, I get a phone call, and she says, Charlotte, my dad's in the back seat, and he's driving me nuts. He's telling me I've turned the wrong way, and da 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 And I said, Anna, what did you say to your dad? Dad, you're wrong. I said, duh. That was the mistake. That was the wrong thing to say. I said, Anna, mm-hmm. the next time your dad says you're driving down the wrong road, say, oh, my gosh, Dad, you're right. I made a bad turn. Oh, but you know what? A friend of mine told me about a restaurant up the road here. That's where we'll stop for lunch. And isn't the scenery beautiful? You can work it to where it's what it needs to be without telling them they're wrong. Because I guarantee you, they know that something's going on in their brain. But they're the first ones to deny it. Exactly. And we most definitely, even from our perspective, we want our clients to be able to keep their dignity. Exactly. We want them to know that uh, we're not coming in to take over. We're just there to help. Uh, And we actually, funny story too, regarding uh, working with individuals to where we had to play a trick on a family client, client. 
the family actually, the son came up with it, and I felt so bad. But I said, if you think this is going to work, and um, we'll go ahead and do it. You gave us permission. Well, we had a client. She was our client for three years. Our caregiver one day it was a sunny day. That son had mom sitting on the porch, sipping on iced tea, and the caregiver just comes strolling down the street. Says, I'm, he's like, that's a new neighbor. She comes up, starts speaking to mom. The entire time, mom never knew she had a caregiver. She thought she was just hanging out with a neighbor because he knew that she was going to be resentful against it. He knew that she was going to say, I don't need to help. This is my house. You know, she had lost her husband. She was going through depression because of that. And there were a lot of changes that they had to do in the household to make sure mom was safe. But we had to role play in order to get someone in That's there. That's super. I love it. I, love I know, it. but you feel so guilty. It's just like, God, maybe just this one little time. Don't put it on the books, you it, know? Well, it's not really. You, I mean, you shouldn't feel guilty because white lies are okay. Mm -hmm. uh, you know they go into depression so easy. So if you can keep them out of that depression and make them laugh and have them fun. And she was with a new friend. She it was. was a new neighbor. So in essence, you weren't lying to her. You were just working the system the way you needed to to make her happy. Exactly. exactly. That That is my point. And, and you know, uh, working with the individuals that have Alzheimer's and dementia and when it's dealing with our parents, it is hard to see our parents going through it. We're looking at someone that, that raised us pretty much our entire lives until we became adults, and they are going downhill. We're not used to seeing mom or dad being forgetful, you know, not being able to do certain things for themselves. Um, but I most definitely, I'm going to pick up a copy of your book. Oh, because you. I know that time is going to come for me one day. You know, it may even come from my kids, and it'll be helpful to add to our collection. Well, the first five books went to my five kids. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone here is a Christmas. This is your Christmas gift right here. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Well, you know, you mentioned it is very hard to look at our parents or our loved one. It could be your spouse mm -hmm. and know that they're losing their independence. So you have to support them up. You became you, you became the blocks that, that keep them propped up and keep them as as happy and keep them in a safe place as you can. And that's why laughter became, you know, my tool. I, every time my mom would get depressed or something would happen, I'd tell her her favorite joke. You know, I knew what her afraid not joke was, and, mm -hmm. you know, I would tell her her favorite joke, or we would, you know, divert her with chocolate. Oh, she loved her, she kisses. I have to tell you a funny story. One time, uh, this was after mom had so many issues, and my dad had passed. She ended up in a facility close to me and was taken care of beautifully. And what I realized was, her dignity didn't want me to change her diapers. Her dignity didn't want me to do, you know, the things that would make her, you know, feel like the child. But other, you know, the nurses in the healthcare system and assisted livings, they could do all those things. Mm -hmm. And I could shower her with love. So we showed up one Sunday after church and my husband walked into the room. And now he's a bit of the same stature as my dad. Mm -hmm. So we walked in the room. My mom... I didn't know it at the time, but she padded right next to where she was sitting, wanted him to sit down by her. So he did, 
And I usually go in and I start straightening up her closet, straightening up her room and, you know, tidying it up because nobody ever does it the way, you know, the way I wanted to or the way I know that mom would it want it to like look. Me. Yeah. <laughs> but but as he sit next to her, she's scooting close to him and she said, did you enjoy yourself last night? And I turn around and I, I said, mom, can I comb your hair? No, shut up. I'm talking to your daddy. And I, my eyes got wide. My husband's eyes got wide. He starts scooching away from her. She starts scooting closer. Well, didn't you enjoy yourself? You know what we did last night. I go, Mom, do you have, you want some Hershey Kisses? I've got Hershey Kisses in here. Mom, would you? <laughs> I had to divert her mm-hmm. just like a child. And I finally got her to get off of that subject because I did not want to know the ins and outs of that story that she was about yeah. to tell. It's, it's, yeah, it's all about <laughs> redirection. It's about redirection having the patience, because it, it can get challenging. Uh, my grandmother, she passed away years ago. Um, actually, she was in good health. She was killed in a car wreck, uh-huh. coming from my youngest daughter's birthday party on my daughter's birthday. Oh. And, that, and that was difficult for us. Uh, when she did have to go into the hospital, she didn't want anyone doing anything for her but me. And, you know, and I had the same situation with my uncle who passed away with cancer. We kept him at home when hospice came out, even with my grandmother. No one could do anything for him but me. And I said, well, maybe he's seeing a younger version of of you in me, and that's why he's only allowing me to help him. But at the same time, no matter what, with the both of them, I wanted them both to be able to help out. I just didn't want to do 100% of everything because I wanted to train them back into their independence. Now, in his case, he was passing away. There, you know, all we could do was just keep him comfortable and give right. him whatever he needed. In my grandmother's case, it was just she had surgery, but, you know, hey, mama, you're going to be strong, but I'm, I'm going to do certain parts of your body, and I'll let you do the other parts, and I'll even walk out the room to give you your privacy. Right. You know, and, and that's something that when we talk to a lot of our clients, their children, we do caregiver support group meetings and, and, and kind of help them out. My favorite model that I use every day and I tell so many of our clients, their children, when they have mom and dad at home with them, they're about to pull their hair out because they only have us there for a certain amount of time. So when we leave, they have to pick it up and it still gets frustrating to them. And I always tell them. Like you said, don't let them see you cry. You have to stay strong-willed in front Mm -hmm. of them. You know, it's not a bad life. It's just a bad day. And things will get better, you know, in life when you're having to deal with your parents. And it is a lot to take on. And like you said, you're reversing the role. I see the, uh, I don't know if you saw the bulletin board on the highways where they have the picture where mom was the young woman and, and we're the young daughter. And then the other side of it, and it says trading roles, where you see now the daughter is grown, mom's in the bed, and, and the daughter is taking care of mom, you know, and, and doing everything she can. Um, and we do want the we do want the daughters and the sons to step up because they wouldn't be here if it wasn't for those parents and it it really frustrates me mm-hmm. sometimes when I think about society today when people abandon their parents because I have seniors I speak at senior cent- and yes. they tell me oh my daughter hadn't seen me in a year and and the problem with America 
is, and all other countries are not like this. Mm -hmm. They take care of three generations in a household. Mm -hmm. But in America, someone may live in California, someone may live in New York, and someone may live in Texas. And if mom wants to stay in Texas, that's because all her friends are here. That's because her church is here. But you know what? We have technology. They can FaceTime. They yes. can do a lot better. And that's, that's my mission in life is to make them step up and become responsible citizens, become responsible adults and take care of the seniors because they're just as important. In fact, their knowledge is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. I encourage seniors to share their stories. I encourage seniors to write their stories or to find a granddaughter that will write it down for them or record it. And some of the facilities that I go into have started writing classes, and I'm helping them with those. That is, that's great. Now, are the facilities in our local area? They're in the DFW area. Yes, okay. they are. So with that being said, if we had clients that were interested in, in participating in that program, how would they go about uh, contact? Do they have to contact the facility or do they go through you? Uh, they can contact their facility, and most of the facilities know me. Okay. And, and I can come out and get a writer's, you know, writer's course started. We can, you know, we can do them one-on-one. I actually am going out to uh, Richardson now, and the facility, and we're calling it Conversations with Charlotte because they're sharing stories that the director said, I've never heard these until you came. So it's kind of opening, you know. I, I guess they feel comfortable with me because I have walked the walk with three different mm -hmm. parents in the journey. The only thing I haven't, I, well, I have, have as well. I've had a, a husband that died of cancer. Mm -hmm. So I've walked it with a spouse as well as parents. Um, been, the reason I forgot about that, that was 30 years ago. I've been married for 30 years to the to my spouse now. And with that being said, I want everyone to know that crying is okay. But you have to have that person's shoulder you can cry on. And it and many times I would want it to be my mom, but I couldn't anymore. Yes. I couldn't let her see me cry. So I I have a spouse and he lets me cry on his shoulder. He lets me, you know, vent mm -hmm. with him. And he I mean, he's just absolutely I know he's sent to me from God. Yes, but and and that with you saying that with God, of course, he's always open twenty four seven. So that most definitely is someone that we can talk to if we don't have that leaning shoulder. Even if we do have that leading shoulder, you know, we still want to go to God in prayer just to ask Him to give us strength, you know, uh, and encouragement to uh, keep going on. So, I'll have to tell you something funny. Before I go speak, I have to do the two PPs. Mm -hmm. It's pee and pray. <laughs> Remember that P and pray. The P and P. Okay. All right. So you have a book coming up, uh, coming out soon. The it, guilt syndrome. It's the guilt syndrome caring for the caregiver. Because what I realized, I addressed it slightly in my first book. My first book is a collection of 23 stories that cover love, love unconditionally, respect, mm -hmm. respect mm -hmm. them for who, what, and where they are. Patience. Have patience with them and patience with yourself. And forgiveness. Forgive the past, present, and the future. Now that's kind of what I covered and you have to laugh to keep from crying. But in the new one, it's the guilt syndrome. And I'm actually co-writing it with Dr. Steve, Dr. Keitha Story Stevenson because um, she's a family psychologist. Okay. And what we're addressing is everyone never thinks they did enough. Every, and, and what I'm here to tell you is 
there are good days and there are bad days, and you do the best you can that day and get up tomorrow and put on your big girl panties and do it again because you'll do it a little better the next day. There are, you know, there is no perfect pattern. There is no perfect way to walk this journey. There are a lot of help. I want you to know, I started my journey 16 years ago, and you've seen the industry change. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh, it has changed dramatically. Because my parents thought of the old nursing home syndrome Mm -hmm. where, you know, two in a room and no one cared for them and it smelled like urine. No, that is not the case nowadays. And actually, when I go speak at facilities, it's a joke, whether it's a residency, assisted living. I even speak in memory care. I have a trunk of hats and I entertain seniors with my trunk of hats. But when I go into these facilities, Oh, my gosh, I said, I'm looking for mine because I know I'm going to be there someday. And they go from, you know, one end of the spectrum to the other. Some are like five-star resorts. Mm -hmm. They are, yes. Yeah, and they have activities all day long to keep, you know, keep you entertained, keep you active. Uh, They have, you know, exercise rooms. I mean, it is is phenomenal what I am seeing out in the industry, and Mm -hmm. I know you've seen the same thing. Yes, yes. Makes me want to go try to get a fake ID and just dye my hair gray. Since you have to be a certain age, you know, like, you know, can you let me in, please? Well, I was in one the other day, and it's 55 plus. Yes, yes. There there are a lot of locations that you have to be at least 55. Unfortunately, I am 43 or 44. See, my mind is going. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe I will qualify, you know, early acceptance. But th- with that being said, Miss Charlotte, please let our listeners know how they can get in contact with you if they want to purchase any of your books or even, you know, uh, call you out to do a talk at the facilities. How can they get in contact with you? Well, they can they can email me at charlotte at charlottecanyon.com or they can go to my website, which is howtoparentyourparents.net, and you can see a little bit about me, see what I'm doing. You can also order my book from that website. If you like Kindle, you, it's an Amazon bestseller, and as I said, it was voted the best self-help book in the state of Texas. Well, with uh, Authors Marketing Guild, mm-hmm. which used to be Texas Authors Association, they have what they call Indie Beacon Bookstore, so you can go out to Indie Beacon Bookstore and buy my book there. That's also where I do a radio program, and I interview other authors. Okay, okay. Uh, with, with that being said, people, uh, this is the end of our segment. Thank you so much for listening. We will uh, put up Mrs. Charlotte's information on our Facebook page as well as in the body of the segment if you just could not hear her clear enough for the contact information. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Cast, Spotify, just to name a few. Uh, share, subscribe, like. Again, thank you. I'm your host, Tamika Jackson, and enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks, Charlotte, so much for coming. Bye for now, and thank you. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye.